Do you have a show or a YouTube channel, podcast, or relevant product that you want to promote at the top of the Elseworlds Exchange? Well, now's your chance, man. For 50 bucks, you'll get a month's worth of plugs at the audio version right here of the Elseworlds Exchange. Right at the top of the show, first thing they'll hear, now it'll probably still be my voice, but you'll write up a short one-minute plug, we'll record it, and toss it at the front of the show. Or, alternatively, for 20 bucks, you can get a month's worth of plugs at the end of the show. Right after you hear us sign off, same deal, one-minute scripted plug for your stuff. How do you take advantage of this incredible opportunity? Just go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top, and fill everything out, and we'll work it out through PayPal. By the way, we do reserve the right to reject or accept based on our own personal taste. I'm not going to plug your Nazi podcast, man. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm not sorry about that. But you're not going to do it anyway. So go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top of the page, fill everything out, and we'll work it out. Worth it. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes a friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. Mysterious, all-powerful character. A problem to the police, but a crusade of the law. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. I'm Sal. And I'm Joel. So, we just saw Infinity War uh, about a week ago. Um, mm-hmm. For some of us, for the second or third time. I have yeah. only seen it the first time. I haven't seen it anymore. You? Same. I, I, I rarely go see movies multiple times, but that was definitely one of the films that just, just because of the interaction of people in the theater and the general vibe, if I was to go see something multiple times, I would consider seeing that one another time. I'm definitely seeing it at least one or two more times because I want to catch a lot of the lines that got lost in either laughter or like audible gasps or yells, Yeah. Um, which does not detract from the theater going experience. I really enjoyed seeing it in the theater. Um, because the audience was, by and large, respectful and cool. Mm-hmm. Same so, with mine. Yeah, that's great. I'm, I'm very happy to see that. I don't think it's indicative of my forever theater-going experience, but it's mm-hmm. definitely... I think everybody who wanted to be there really wanted to be there and really wanted to, to preserve the experience oh, yeah. for everybody. Especially opening night, which you went. I had to go the Friday afterwards because, hey, small town, they don't get movies till Friday and they don't do midnight screenings. Yes, and I, I, had, to, I had to see it opening night because I knew it was going to get spoiled, and sure enough... Uh, when I came home, all the like held for review comments because I threw went through the channel, Ooh, yes. added things like dies, death, like is Good. killed in the, into spam. Smart, smart. Oh man, I got to start doing that now. That's a good idea. I also put in Infinity War. Just <laughs> also a good idea, which actually worked out really well. Uh, so, but but I'm glad I got a chance to see it before it got ruined because it's true. It was a great experience. Um, e- You know what's the douchiest, like, spoiler comment I got? And this person, I could not have banhammered this person quick enough, hard enough. Before you do, audience, we are going to spoil Infinity War a little bit. Or at least we're going to talk about it with reckless abandon, so. We'll try and be respectful. We will, but I can't guarantee it, and I won't promise it, so you might want to add us to your watch later list. But that being said, okay, what what was was the spoiler that that they gave you? Oh, well, it wasn't even just that they were given spoilers. It was the douchey way they went about it. So I put up my video Friday night at like one in the morning by the time I came home and everything. This person, this fucking person literally started by saying this movie sucks. I have a cam rip of the movie. I'm just going to write stuff as I watch the cam rip of the movie. Oh, my God. And I'm like, you are a special kind of sociopath, sir. <laughs> yeah. You need help. Someone give this guy a rubber room. All I can give him is the band hammer. <laughs> Somebody uh, wrote, within the, d- the day I went to go see it, there was a comment in the spam folder that just said, Spidey dies. Mm. And I, uh, not o- like, and it was within the statute like, of limitations. He definitely was doing it to fuck with people. Not mm. only did he get banned, but I also wrote, like, you're a dickbag. 
as you really should. Did you go for the special extra layer of Bane where you ban them on YouTube, then you go to their Google Plus and you ban them there so you get two layers of ban? Yes, I did. There you go. I That's the real good ban. I added to my community like, like checklist. So like he, his name is a flagged term in our community nice. guidelines. Nice. I'm That's like, how you do no! it, everyone. Don't ruin things for people. It's just not cool. Um, so yeah, uh, Infinity War came out, and it was a real barn burner, or whatever mm-hmm. you might want to say. I, we mean it in the good term, if that can be said. Uh, but we want to talk about what's going to be happening next for the MCU, because this could be a big indication as to what's happening, and we've gotten some new information Ooh, about yeah. about the future of Netflix slash streaming services slash mm-hmm. movies slash streets level characters. And so... It's all pure speculation. It's all total conjecture. But we're just gonna like nerd out for about an hour. Mm-hmm. And, just and that being about- said, we've been pretty good with our guessing and conjecture so far. We had a whole pie in the sky episode about things Marvel should do for their next phase, and a lot of them happened. It's true. Yeah, we're not. Well, if you've been in this industry for a long time, or if you pay attention enough, or if you know how certain things work, and pay attention to what the like, if if the right hand pays attention to what the left hand is doing and whatnot, like you you do come up with a couple things that are like you know it, that that fall in line or you see you it's, start to see a pattern it's it's educated guesses and i think it also helps a lot that writers especially in the comic book superhero realm most of them are fans to begin with so just think what a fan would do if given power right exactly um before we jump in chase Eichler said, so I have a theory. The only reality where they beat Thanos was the one where Tony called Steve when he pulled out the old cell phone from the beginning. Mm. And that's why Tony had to live. Very well could be. Um, yeah, they, they had to go back in time. Split universe timeline exactly. stuff. Exactly. Like, I, I, and I know that time travel is going to be a factor. I wonder, oh, yeah. I wonder if I like that because it means they undo what happens in this movie. It's the only world they've yet to conquer so far. They've done space. They've done street level. They've done spy thriller. Haven't done time travel yet. And I like the idea of time travel, so I'm down. Same. Like, do it, do it. Um, but yeah, so the future of the MCU, uh, I definitely dropped this idea in the weekly poll conversation from the prior episode uh, where I said, what if they just drop a bunch of cash and go, no. We're like I know everyone expects the Chris's and Downey to leave, <laughs> but we offered them half a billion dollars each, and they're coming back for one of their own franchise movies and one more Avengers movie. But we're going to use them the way we use Samuel L. Jackson, like really sparingly, right. really, really, really lightly. Um, it's possible. It's very, very possible because Disney has that kind of scratch to burn if they want. And as it turns out, because the the. They've been very tight-lipped about how much Infinity War 1 and 2, because that's what they are, yes. cost to make. But the uh, the prevailing opinion is that it really was a billion dollars for both movies. And that both movies cost about $500 million. Um, which, if true, means they were the most expensive movies ever made. But also that they, they were correct to do so because the yeah. opening weekend was $270 million. <laughs> Just burned everything else down. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, like, not bad and a good investment, and it means that at least it teaches them, like, if you you get what you pay for and if you invest yes. your money wisely, you can get a good return. So it would be smart to wet the beaks of the three people who made this, mov- this movie slash franchise possible. Oh, yeah, and I mean, you figure what they're getting paid 
uh, was I know Downey's getting paid more than anyone else, I and think you he figure gets a with percentage too. He does because he signed his contract early on, so he still gets grandfathered in for all the perks there. I, I would figure even if someone for Chris Evans, and again, we mentioned this on the weekly poll as well, I think even if they could in, just entice him with like, hey, you want to direct one of these? You seem to want to direct, so do one for us. Seriously, and don't give him a Captain – like either he can direct his own Captain America movie or like give him a fun like Ant-Man movie or yeah. have him direct a Spider-Man movie and have Captain America be the, the, the superhero guest star in that one. Absolutely. Um, but give him something fun. I mean, like, the dude seems to have an eye for quality. Uh, yeah. Plus, he has a good singing voice. If you've ever caught uh, Not Another Teen Movie, he sings a Indeed really good Indeed, I have. <laughs> um, he's, really a, he's a super- triple threat. Yeah, he is. Uh, super Chats, uh, Comic Goblin says, I just want to say good day, gentlemen. You guys rock. Thanks, Gabby. Thank um, you. Also, uh, Nathan Berg says to Joel, hi, Joel, looking good today. Oh, and, thank uh, you. <clears throat> and the Pricey Yeti 40 just giving us a buck. Thank you very much, Pricey <laughs> Yeti. Um, so... Yeah, my theory, it's not, a, it's not a really well-developed theory, but it's more like, hey, what if they decide not to go in the direction we think they're going to go in, which is, mm-hmm. let's explore the other corners of the Marvel Universe, and they just right. go, no, we're going to look, we're going to explore those other areas, but we're also going to keep making Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor movies. Yeah, even if we only make fewer of them now. Yeah, which I wouldn't be surprised by. Uh, but I want to broach this subject on the uh, through a segue that... Ethan asked me when we got done seeing Infinity War, where he said, what are they going to do as far as villains go next that will in any way compare to Thanos? Thanos. And I had a good answer for him, but it took a while to get there because he's not wrong in the idea of like, so Spider-Man fights Thanos, you know, fighting, I don't know, Electro or Scorpion will feel kind of lame. Um, in comparison, and how will the Avengers ever feel threatened if they have to fight somebody? Like, Galactus, right? Sure, that makes right. sense, but he's just going to eat the planet. He's not going to unmake reality. Yeah. Like, D- Doctor Doom, same deal. He might take over the world. Right, exactly. And Doctor Doom, while he's really cool and he's got a lot of depth, he, his his goals are world domination, or at the very least, countrywide domination, which they've dealt with, and... They could deal with, like, if you really are having a hard time fighting Doctor Doom, you could just call the Guardians of the Galaxy and get everybody on board and have everybody punch him in the face, and you win. They pull out all the stops with Thanos, and they still came out on the bottom. And there is no multiversal threat that can manipulate reality, turn your, Mm. your laser beams to bubbles and whatnot. So what do you do? And... So, Joel, I'm going to toss that question to you right after I answer these Super Chats. Please do. Uh, because I want to know what you would do and how Marvel should go when it comes right. to upping the ante, so to speak. Um, right. Eddie Dizon says, what's up, guys? Always enjoy your shows. Would you enjoy seeing Tony put together a ragtag Avengers team showing B and C listers? Who would you want to see? Um, I think we're going to see t- more like a scaled down personal Avengers story. I think we're going to see yeah. two of them. I think we're going to see Agreed. like... Like I said, I think Ant-Man's going to go back in time and like do stuff in the in the past, but I think Cap, Iron Man, and Thor are going to like rally together with like Rocket and a couple other characters, mm-hmm. and basically have, whoever's like, a, left, yeah, and have a, dis- a disassembled Avengers team, um, which is cool in and of itself. In fact, hey, there's a title for you: Avengers Four, Avengers Disassembled. Oh yeah, which I've been saying forever, and the more I said it, the more higher-profile people are saying they've been saying it forever. 
Uh, I'm <laughs> not going to say that they took my idea, but I am going to say that <laughs> I did probably say it first. Check your math. <laughs> but, uh, but Joel, who is a good or what would be a good direction that, that ups the ante or at the very least makes it feel like they didn't just go, oh, I guess we can have the Mole Man now. Like, what do you do with right. Dr. Thanos? Well, you know, I'm of a couple minds on this one. You know, you, you said it would be hard to see Spider-Man, you know, fight Electro or the Scorpion and have that be as interesting. I think you could go that route, but you would really have to work hard on upping the personal stakes yes. and upping the hero's connection to them and be like, you know, it's not the end of the world, but this could be the end of my world Right, is the thing. Yeah, yeah. That's not wrong. Um, and I really like that idea. And it's sort of comes into play with what I was thinking as well. What it took me a little while to get to, which is, you know, what do you do? How do you up the ante? And really, the 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 what you do what they did with Thanos, which is you make it personal. Yes, you make it as personal as possible. I would say another of the three ways I could see you doing this is, you know, uh, obviously one of the best things about the Avengers movies is seeing them all come together, picking up the little breadcrumbs of the Infinity Stones in the post credit. How about you inverse that? for phase four and have the whole setup for phase four. You have general Ross going around and recruiting people for a brand new initiative to challenge the Avengers, the Thunderbolts initiative. Hey, Zemo, come join our team. Hey, any other villain who's alive or any villain who we haven't introduced yet. Cause they have a problem with killing their villains. I mean, you could, you could have uh, Thunderbolt Ross hire Justin hammer to be their iron man type. There character. you go. He, he financially backs the group. Thunderbolt Ross is experimenting with the super soldier serum. You don't do abomination. You do red Hulk. You sure as hell do. Hey, uh, Obadiah Stane, he had a son in the comics who was pretty cool. Maybe we find Ezekiel Stane, dig him up and be like, don't you want to kill Tony Stark for what he did to your dad? Exactly. You get maybe the Vulture involved. You get Zemo in there. Um, you can't hey, do hey, Crossbones, unfortunately, but you can nope, have somebody like that. You can do Sin, though. Be like, hey, Captain America killed your boyfriend and, you know, uh, what is it, messed with your dad. Yeah, you're the Red Skull's daughter still in weird ways. That'd be cool. I or a descendant the of the Red Skull. It would also be really fun to play upon one of the first major post-credit scenes in the MCU, which was from Marvel's The Incredible Hulk, where yes. Stark goes to Ross and says, "What if you? What if I told you we we're putting a team together?" And it's exactly. like, "What if Ross puts the? He finally puts the team together." Yeah. What if I told you I was putting a team together because I can't trust the Avengers anymore? You guys continue to piss me off and blow me off. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fun. I would say my third idea, threats from beyond time. I know you would probably scoff if I said Kang the Conqueror yes. because he's a very scoffable villain. Now, that being said, I assumed a lot of these villains were scoffable right up until they weren't. But let me let me let me pitch you this one. And I think I may have pitched this one before. What about the Maestro? What if, like, Avengers 5 is Avengers Future Imperfect? Dude, uh, the Maestro would be a really great and smart way to use the Hulk and make it interesting. Ruffalo would play the Maestro, of course, so he gets to break bad a little bit. Of course, of course. Um, and that would be really fun. I, I would love to see alternate futures in the Marvel Universe since mm -hmm. they are so good at it. And Marvel's kind of like... Not defined, but certainly they've broken they they broken ground long ago when it comes to exploring alternate dark futures and playing with them. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. No, I love that idea. I would be totally fine with Avengers Future Imperfect. 
I, I would play it totally Terminator. I would have the maestro be like, you know what? I can't, you know, to really mess with the Avengers, I'm going to go back to the events of Iron Man 1, and I'm going to stop Tony from getting in that accident. That way the Avengers never form. That way I'm able to conquer the world in the past. That'd be fun. I dig that. Uh, Kane's World, really quick, just diverting the conversation to talk about DC, saying, I hate you might be right about Bendis and how he uses John and Lois with Superman in his run because of the just recently debuted DC Nation number zero. Hope it's a feint. Keep up the good work, guys. I agree with you. I hope it is a feint. I'm feeling like it might be. Bendis is the king of misdirection. Yeah. Or at the very least, he certainly is uh, pioneered it in comics in a big, bad way. Um, Please don't make me want to stop reading Superman after two years of really enjoying Superman. That's the thing. You make a seismic tonal shift that diverts from the Tomasi run, I'm going to drop the book. Mm. Um, Tevia Smolka says, what about the Defenders and Avengers teaming up? That'd be fun. I think that would be a great Avengers 4. I would take that would in a heartbeat. Be. Cap's like, there's too few of us. And then they go to Hell's Kitchen and they get Daredevil and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and the, the immortal Iron Fist sworn to enemy of the hand. That'd um, be fun. I think that'd be really fun. I would dig the hell out of that, man. Um, Noah Botello says, a contest of champions-like movie be fun with Del Toro Ooh. Collector and Goldblum Grandmaster making their teams. and the I like villains. it. Yeah, and they are still technically alive, although we, don't know, the, we don't know if the Collector's still alive, but I, I suspect he is. I mean, he's, he's in it, too. I mean, like, the whole thing about Elders of the Universe, as long as they keep doing their thing, in his case, collecting, they should be immortal. Right. That's the rules. Uh, Chase Eichler says, uh, so how OP is Captain Marvel going to be now? I'd say probably she'll be on par with Thor, maybe a little less. I do like the idea, and I didn't get to mention this in our weekly polls chat. Uh, man, do they, uh, what is it, put Captain Marvel over strong by Nick Fury being like, oh, this is a code red, everything's fucked up, who am I going to reach out to? Oh, my friend Captain Marvel, who I have a long-standing relationship yet. You don't know it, go see the movie and you'll find out. Right. I didn't call her during the Chitauri invasion, but I'll certainly do it now. Um, that, 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 that was a code light red. This is a code dark red. Yeah. Uh, Gorgon Fish saying, how long do you think Ruffalo stays in the MCU and how long until Jen Walter shows up in Daredevil court scenes and oh. then is sprinkled into the movies? First up, uh, how long do you think Ruffalo stays in the MCU? As long as you want. He seems to be very happy with the MCU. He I does. think that his contract, I think he probably is in it for a little longer than the Evans Downey Hemsworth trilogy. Uh, and he doesn't have to hold up his own series, too. He just gets to come in and have fun extended cameos. Exactly. Um, and I'm sure that that's no uh, paycheck to sneeze at, so I'll bet. No, I'm sure. I'll bet he'll do it until he just decides to get, he gets plum tired of it. And, yeah. uh, but that'll be a while, because money talks. You, you don't even have to do your own stunts, either, because it's all computers. When he hulks out, it's the easiest gig. Yeah. Uh, how long till Jen Walter shows up in Daredevil? Let's Man. put a pin in that. I want to get to Netflix in a minute because we'll talk about that in the future. Uh, I'll be, I'll be, I'll, I'll try to address that soon. Uh, Mr. Giggles, hey guys, is this going to be spoiler free? No. So watch <laughs> out. Uh, we haven't spoiled anything yet, but that's not to say we won't. Exactly. Cam, theory in Avengers 4, the IG shatters, the Infinity Gauntlet shatters, and the six OG Avengers each grab a stone, sacrifice themselves to undo the destruction, and will the stones out of existence? P.S. May constrictor the next big villain. <laughs> Constrictor. Oh, yeah. The Wrath of Constrictor, the greatest villain anyone yes. has ever known. Oh, no. I mean, like, hey, listen, I think Marvel has figured out how to make good villains at this point now. Like They, they have. It took code. them a while. Yeah, it did. It, it, like, they got, the, they got the hero and the story and the structure ready. The villain they threw out. It's just... Make them sympathetic, but not too sympathetic. Exactly. Um, so, 
I mean, I'll, I'll take a constrictor villain. I wouldn't put him on the poster, but I'll watch it. <laughs> um, He's the perfect Ant-Man villain. If the ghost they can build up to be kind of an interesting thing, I'm sure they can do something with constrictor. I am so on board for ghost, man. Me too. Um, Mr. Giggle saying, dang, I guess I'll see you guys next week then. Crying face. I'm sorry, oh. man. Add this to your watch later list so you can catch Absolutely. it as soon as possible. Josh Jones, you guys are the freaking best. Back issues in Elseworlds are the highlight of my week. Also, Doctor Strange 2 for time travel. Um... I want to see Doctor Strange 2 being, like, a straight-up Doctor Strange story. I yeah. don't want the guy who made the last one to make it because I feel like eh. he kind of screwed it up. Yeah, uh, they're still on board. Hit, hit Him and Massaworm, a.k.a. Robert Cargill, former writer of Ain't It Cool News, who penned the script on that one. Oh, no, that's not a good idea. No, no, no. Get Watiti to do it because yeah. he got Doctor Strange down pat. He did. Um, he really did, didn't he? That's who I want to see do it. I want to see Doctor Strange. You know, everyone's like, oh, I want to see him be psychedelic and groovy. I mean, I guess that's cool. More or less, I want to see Doctor Strange dealing with, like, Nightmare and the and other planes of existence and him holding together the fabric of reality. And uh, He's probably going to fight Mordo because they set Mordo up. Yeah, I don't care about that, so... Whatever. Oh, Mordo can join which, your ma- your uh, your uh, Masters of Evil or, or Thunder. There you, the there you go. He's alive. He can totally do that. Yeah. We need a magic guy. You can be our magic guy. Yeah. Um. So, getting back to the question I asked originally, which is how where do you go from Thanos? My suggestion ultimately was, how do you make Thanos or how do you make the next villain for the Avengers or for the next phase of Marvel mm. be as scary or as impactful? without making the Avengers seem like they're kind of like stooping to do it uh, is Magneto. Mm, and I know that I like, like that's, that's X-Men's default. That's what they do every time. The, <laughs> the X-Men's like, I don't know. We don't have enough faith in our apocalypse. Here's Magneto. It ain't going to be Mr. Sinister this week, everyone. <laughs> no. And I can imagine people saying like, what about apocalypse? He's like Thanos, but blue. But <laughs> that's also like, a problem. But I like Magneto because Magneto is a perfect MCU villain. Because yeah. he's sympathetic, he is incredibly powerful, he is uh, usually played by someone amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, inspires other villains to his cause. And inspires other villains to his cause. And the most important thing is they're not 100% wrong. Yeah. Magneto needs to fight a war that is both physical and ideological. And for Magneto to make the conflict for the Avengers be prejudicism, mm, like bigotry, mm, mm. that is a conflict that the Avengers have not really felt and no. also makes the stakes that much higher while also making it so that, like, they can still punch somebody. Absolutely. And, heck, you could even have members of the Avengers feeling conflicted to raise those personal stakes, have guys like Black Panther be like, I don't know, man, a lot of what he's saying. Yeah, I mean, hell. I I feel like if the shoe was on the other foot, you guys might be invading me and my country if we didn't get off to the right foot. Exactly. And then... And, and whichever story you want to do with Magneto works. I mean, you could do Magneto uh, ru- ruining Times Square. You could do Genosha. You could do uh, you could do the Asteroid M idea. You could do any Ooh. number of – but even Asteroid you, M. You, like, you could do Ultimates but better. Ultimates but better, exactly. Just just take that germ of an idea and then exploit it using better writers. And I don't mean better than comic book writers. I just mean like better writers than the writers who would normally exploit a comic book for a movie purpose. Which and don't make happens. it grim and gritty and have the blob eat the wasp. Don't do that. Exactly. Well, I am Golden wants to see the High Evolutionary, which I would never mm. accept, but I would. I could see him being a villain in someone else's movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna throw horse people at you. Um, oh no, not the horse people. But I don't blame. I mean, listen, like I'm. I'm actually amazed to see the High Evolutionary as somebody's 
ideal villain. That's cool. They, they've you. been pushing him. They've been trying to keep the high evolutionary relevant, or at least Mark Wade has been trying to keep the high evolutionary and Kang relevant. It has to be for a reason. I'm so glad that I dropped all of Mark Wade's Marvel books because like, yeah. I was having such a hard time reading them, not because like they were hard to read or understand, but just because they were exhausting. They and... kind of well, for me it was because they never got started. It felt like he would get on this path to an idea, and I'm like, all right, this is going to be cool. Then he wouldn't get there in time. Then they'd have to reboot everything, and he'd have to start all over. Yeah, again. that's the biggest problem was that it was just it just was like trying to start a lawnmower that was never going to make it. There, there was so much promise where it's like, oh yeah, and the uh, what is it, Doctor Doom, Iron Man? He's totally going to join my Avengers team, and they're going to have this thing at the end of time, and there's this future Vision who might be good and might be evil, and oh fuck, I got to start over again. Shit. Yeah, even just the idea of Peter Parker financing the Avengers for a little while was a neat idea that yes, never, it, was. it never worked. It just never got started. <laughs> Literally in the span of 10 issues, it's like, well, guys, lost my company. I guess we got to lock up now. Yep. Oops, <laughs> fart. So, yeah, you had that going on. But, uh, yeah, I and that kind of segues into my, my other thing, which is speculation about what's next for the MCU. I think we can all agree that Fox is happening. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, the Fantastic Four is coming back. They're rebooting X-Men in a big way. They wouldn't do that if the ink wasn't drying. The fact that the Dark Phoenix movie is dropping X-Men from its name means, look, we don't want you poisoning the well while we develop a new one. Just finish your that. shit. Get it. Oh, you didn't hear that? Oh, yeah, that's the hot new thing now. Oh, Apparently, oh. there's there's footage around there of Dark Phoenix, but the X-Men title is dropped from it. It's just Dark Phoenix now. Wow. And apparently the extra reshoots they did was because they got an order from on high being like, wrap up everything. This is your last <laughs> one. Good. That's, you know, it's funny. That was what I said in the beginning. I'm like, there's no way anything in development they're going to finish. Anything else is thrown right in the garbage. Yes. Um, I heard that the Comcast offer was about $16 billion more than the Disney offer, but <laughs> was barely, not even close to entertained, and they threw it away immediately. Nice. And we should be seeing it. The, I think we should be seeing an official announcement, what, sometime in October? It had, I mean, when's, when's the next big come? Maybe for New York Comic Con, maybe. Yeah, that'd be nice. October 3rd, I that think, would be New York Comic Con. See us there. Uh, but yeah, yeah, see us there, everybody. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think it's October. I don't remember if that's true. Um, I do feel bad for New Mutants because that was a cool idea that I don't think it, Disney will ever let them do. It was. I wonder what they're going to do with that, where it's like, are you going to drop Mutants from the title? Is it just going to be new? <laughs> <laughs> I think they'll call it New Mutants because it doesn't have the X in the name. That's um, true. And But hey, you know, maybe that'll be interesting, too, because like, OK, this can have a beginning, middle and end. And we're not worried about starting a new franchise. Let's just tell a spooky story with kids with powers. Right. That sounds cool. Uh, That's da fine. Danny Blackston TV saying Annihilus again. Fox Annihilation. That'd be cool. Annihilus. Well, get him. Annihilus is a solid, fantastic, uh, a rebooted Fantastic Four villain, by the way. Oh, if yeah. If you want to like bury the lead with Doctor Doom, you can definitely start up with Annihilus, um, because I then mean, you can the, still play with the d dimensions and whatnot. They kind of tried to do that in the shitty fan force stick. Apparently, Annihilus was supposed to be be in that, but they cut him out at the last second because they're like, "No, we gotta do Doctor Doom, or no one will like it." Yeah, um, nobody liked it, but it had nothing to do with Doctor Doom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no one liked it anyway. It didn't matter what you were gonna. Also, we were gonna have the Mole Man, but we decided to take the Mole Man out because people might not like it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they weren't wrong about that. Um, but yeah, so we know, or at least we're pretty sure, pretty confident the Fox thing is in the can. I will genuinely be surprised if it's not because everything Marvel seems to be doing now seems to be none and but we got it back though. That being said, I don't think that it, I think it's too early to expect any X-Men Fantastic Four stuff. 
in the MCU for phase four. It's true. It depends how long in the future did they work for? Because like it seems like Phage is a guy who plans out for every possibility. Were they already developing spec scripts and skeleton scripts without even having the rights? I think that would just be throwing money away. But you never know. It, it, the, they have money to burn, so I think they could have done that. I think that would that would demonstrate a significant amount of foresight on their part. I want to believe they did. I don't think they were. I think they no, were working too diligently on making sure that Infinity War works and setting up the pre the, the sequels that they already have in development. Now, yeah. that said, if we look at what's in development right now, what's coming out, what we know is like the last movie they're going to put out before shooting for the next thing, mm-hmm. it should be what? Like Spider-Man 2, yes. uh, Doctor Strange 2 is kind of in development, but we don't really know. Yeah. Um, Captain Marvel's coming out, Infinity War, uh, yep. Avengers 4. Um but no Iron Man, Thor, uh, Captain America, uh, Black Panther two is definite. You know, oh, so of course. We've got a small number of movies, like I'd say probably three or four that we know for certain are coming out, and we've heard rumblings about other things like Eternals and. Uh, you know, yeah, apparently Eternals is getting developed. Which man, that's that, that's a big middle finger to that new gods. Guess what? We're gonna do Eternals first, and people are gonna like Eternals more. Don't worry, the new gods will never come out. That movie is it's, done. There's no way that movie's that's coming fine. out. That's fine. So, uh, but Eternals, are you excited, Sal, for the next couple years in comics when the Eternals are gonna start showing up in more and more comic stories? The Eternals are almost more boring than the Inhumans. <laughs> like I, I re- like the Eternals at least don't look like they. I don't hate the Eternals. But I do find them really boring. Um, so it's going to be a hard push for me to get interested in the Eternals as a franchise. But you um, know what? I felt the same thing about Guardians of the Galaxy when they were making a thing. Like, okay, they've had a couple really good runs. But really, you're th- this is your thing? This is your thing you're putting all this time? Okay, Guardians of the Galaxy. Then I saw yeah. the movie. I'm like, that was fucking dope as hell. I love the Guardians yeah, now. Yeah, but then again, Dan Abnett's uh, run that led right into Annihilation, I was like, oh, shit. No, that was, was like, that had a really solid good. foundation. The only thing they have to really point to that's self-contained is Neil Gaiman and John Amita Jr.'s Eternals miniseries from 2005 or six. Which is probably what they're going to work with. It's really boring. <laughs> and uh, it's just not enough. But anyway, we know Eternals is a thing that might happen, but here's the deal. If X-Men is, like, fast-tracked, you could forget about those Eternals because that shit is happening immediately. Did, did we say we needed a team of people uh, born with amazing powers? Yeah, I know we got enough space movies. Let's do this. Yeah. Uh, Eric Brogan, Onslaught? Haha, <laughs> just kidding. Or am I? You guys are great. Thank you, Eric. Onslaught it's, is a thing. You could totally do. It's a fucking do. possibility now. Yeah, I'd be okay with it at this point. Uh, X-Men Avengers Onslaught coming summer 2025. Oh my God. Tony Elizondo says, is Secret Wars too crazy for the MCU? I always love the 80s story. No. Not no, at all. Not. not now it isn't. You could literally do Guardians of the Galaxy 3 Secret Wars, and it's just yes. like Guardians and like uh, Cap and Spider-Man, there's your movie, and that's it. And it's just, that's oh, your movie. We, we do know, actually, Guardians Volume 3, yes, it's a thing, and yes, it will be about Adam right. Warlock. Thank you. That's right. I forgot about that. Which means we now have Adam Warlock in the universe, which means we could totally have the Magus as well. Yes, and in fact, Nathan asks, what about the Magus or Korvac Saga or Secret Invasion? Any of those things could be developed into movies. I don't think that any of them will be. I know a lot of people are pushing for Secret Invasion because of the Skrulls. I don't. I think Secret Invasion might be like a fa- like a secret phase. Right. You know, like, oh, there might be Skrulls, and like maybe they might do like an Avengers movie or a Guardians movie where it's like, shit, the the secret invasion is happening, but in space, and we got to deal with it there. I don't know, but 
I think out of those three, Secret Invasion is probably more than 50% likely. Uh, I, I can already see Secret Invasion now. They open up on like a trailer of like Captain America and Iron Man going around killing people and committing bank robberies and shit. Then like the final scene of the trailer is they go green. It's like, oh, crap, they were scrolls. That'd be fun. Um, again, a, a great moment in the theater that you can't replicate without like doing the kind of foundation work that they would require. Uh, Sam Anderson, what if they don't undo the snap? How do you move on? Um, you move on by segueing into my next uh, suggestion, which is because, OK, put a pin in the Fox properties. I don't think you're going to see them until after 2021. But they're probably coming. But they're probably coming and they'll come with a vengeance. Um, but I think that the Netflix series is here's something that I'm not I don't think it's going to happen. I think mm-hmm. it should happen. And that is the Netflix series need to end and they need to be spun into movies now. Yes, you've pitched this idea before, which is an interesting concept. Because I think they're going to end anyway. I think that uh, I've heard rumblings. Number one, the Disney streaming service will definitely be happening. Number two, after the sequels to the next couple of seasons, I think Punisher 2, uh, we've just gotten Jessica Jones 2, we've got, we're yes. getting Daredevil 3. I don't know about the rest of them. Um, <laughs> Iron Fist done did a bad, bad thing, and now we're not sure about him anymore. I think they are merging. I I think they they either took our idea or they're like or they or they're just gonna call it C- J- Luke Cage season three with Iron Fist in it. That's I fine. don't know, but I think that those are it, and I think that since net since Disney wants to bury Netflix and. Mm they don't plan on releasing anything that's above like a PG 13 rating. Right. That I, I don't think they're going to let it survive. That these shows will be casualties of this deal. Yes. I think that Disney will just quietly and like without like, and with extreme prejudice, kill these shows. I'd and, hate to see that happen. Cause I enjoy it. I've enjoyed this little side universe they've built, but I would not put it past them. And they're great. And I love them all. They're so great. And I, I, I think that they still fit in the MCU. I think they should. There's mm-hmm. nothing they've done that really contra- uh, that contradicts what's happening. Um, my question is, what do they do if they do kill it? And my suggestion is you make them into movies and you just, you just push the envelope. I mean, like, we got in this Infinity War. I think they say asshole three times. Yes. I think we got we got almost an f bomb in this movie almost. and in Spider Man Homecoming, and yes. it was a hard like implication. The fact is, you get one fuck in a PG thirteen movie anyway. Just one. So and they Make don't count. really and they don't really drop the f bombs really in those Netflix shows anyway. My point no. is, you can push the envelope ratings wise, and you can really like I think Disney knows who's watching these movies and yeah and 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 what the like maturity level is on them it's it's the next world to conquer for sure because it's like okay you've got the traditional hero thing all sewn up you got space you got sky you got all these different levels you don't really have anti-heroes yet yes the guardians of the galaxy are rambunctious they're rebellious they're raucous and all these other things but i wouldn't call them anti-heroes star lord thinks he's an anti-hero but he's adorable yeah no there's no anti-hero there's no street level heroes besides spider-man he immediately his his thing is he fought the vulture and then thanos so spider-man is technically not even street level at this point he's got stark armor he is not. He has friends in high places. He is not a defender anymore. No, and he's the most friendly neighborhood version of them is what they're running with. Right. 
I would love to see them, especially since they are since Marvel Cinematic doesn't shy away from making genre specific, director centric, yes, superhero flicks that reflect whoever like whatever tone they want to go with. So make a dark Daredevil movie. Make a make make a dark Defenders movie. Who who's the guy who did Smoke and Aces and like Narc? Shane Black. No, no, no. It wasn't Shane Black. Shane Black may have written the script for Smoke and Aces, but no. Who is the director? Uh, Joe Carnahan. Oh, oh. He also did the very underrated A Team movie. Give him one of these Netflix street level guys. I imagine he would turn in a bitchin' Daredevil movie. Yes, I agree. Um, but I want to see the Netflix series given their due and being pulled into the MCU, especially if they're going to be unceremoniously canceled anyway. Absolutely. If you're going to kill the show. Give them their due and make movies. You can make them on a budget. They obviously work yeah. that way. The it's costumes true. all work. You can upgrade them if you need to, but otherwise, I wouldn't change much at all. Same. Um, and I wouldn't hey. make a I wouldn't make a Defenders movie. I'd make a Daredevil movie, a Luke Cage movie, a Jessica Jones mm-hmm. movie, or make the Luke Cage Jessica Jones movie that together own, their own thing. You know. Um, do heroes for hire spin that off into its own hire. i don't know what they could i know what they could do i don't know what they would do but i know what they should do and that is give the netflix series their due bring them into the mcu and, or just it's like shit or get off the pot at this point yeah, and i think that if they were to not undo the snap that's what you do you have Cap roll into Hell's Kitchen, and he gets Daredevil, and he gets Luke Cage, and he gets Iron Fist. And That'd be pretty Jones. sick. And he's like, "You're my." I need Aven-. your help. And he's like, "You're the Avengers now. They're they're you're my, all gone. You're my secret Avengers. Yeah, you're my secret Avengers. I need you for this. Like, it would require very little con- context for audience members. I mean, this mm-hmm. movie proved you don't really need much. You just need, hey, are you familiar with the idea of superheroes? This guy yeah. puts on a costume, fights crime. That's all you need to know. He's also a lawyer. Neat idea. Maybe we'll do a courtroom scene, but probably not. Moving mm. on. Like, dude's unbreakable skin. How'd he get that? Because, like, people do fucked up shit to black people in America. That's all you mm. need to move. Like, all that's the- all you need. Here's a white kid who can punch stuff really hard, and here's a woman who's really hard bitten. Straight up, all you need, like for for Iron Fist, you just need Wong to say like he's the immortal Iron Fist and sworn enemy of the hand. He's got magic. The That's end. nice to make that connection too between the two things. Like, oh yeah, you know Kun Lun, that was the monastery across the mountain. Exactly. No, you guys were you guys were the Puritans to our sorcerers' uh, ways. Oh, I love that. Where it's like, yeah, man, if your plane had just landed a couple miles yeah. to the left, you, you would have been in Carmertage. You could have been. You could have been Sorcerer Supreme right now. Yeah. I like the idea of like of of Danny being like the religious zealots to the Doctor Strange universe, where they're like, oh, oh, you're an Iron Fist. Those guys, Yikes. huh? That would be so funny to see Wong and Doctor Strange just constantly rolling their eyes at Danny. Right? Oh my god, this guy goes on and on. Um, and I will destroy the hand. Oh yeah, yeah, you you deal with your magic ninjas. We're just trying to keep the fabric of the universe together. Right. That's fine. And uh, you, the dragon you dealt with was dead to begin with because the Avengers <laughs> literally, literally fought two or three dragons. Yeah, in our time. Um, <laughs> Cam says, here's a fun concept they'll never do. A mystery movie where the B-string Avengers are trapped in the mansion and one of them is secretly a Skrull. Dude, ah. you mean Dread with, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Because That's fine. Th- you just sold me. That's like that's, that's basically, okay, so here's a fun thing. Did you ever read the spec script for Supermax, the movie about Green Arrow trapped yes, in the prison? Yes, I did, because I love Green Arrow. <laughs> that's what you do. You, yes. That's your Hawkeye movie. Yes, yes it you is. You just lock Hawkeye in the vault. 
j- just auto-correct everything from uh, Green Arrow, Oliver Queen, to read uh, Clint Barton Hawkeye. Dude, that that sells, man. You call the dude who made Dread, you go, make Dread, yes. but it's Hawkeye, and call in uh, Tim Roth, call in uh, Sam Rockwell, call in... Everyone you have left. You know, pretend that, uh, what's his name, uh, Mickey Rourke didn't die. You know, put everybody into the movie... And, uh, and make it a really cool, like, who's who, and, and give Hawkeye a moment to shine. Um, That's really good. Ooh, ooh, you could also have Ben Kingsley come back. Oh, and, yeah. Um, as, or, as the not Mandarin. Hell, we, in, in the long, or the Hail to the King short, they established there is a real Mandarin. Yes, when are they going to go back to that? Bring out another Mandarin. Um, the Red Samurai says, did you guys hear the Dark Phoenix drop the X-Men from its title? We just talked about we that. just talked about is it. Dark Phoenix, the last of the Fox films with a proper ending. I'm down. Um, who should direct the Fantastic Four Marvel trilogy and the mm. first of a few Harry Potter style X Men films? Um, yeah, I like the idea of of, of, of treating the the, the, the X Men movies like Harry Potter flicks. They should. Um, Let's get Chris Columbus. He does good work. Can he do super? Chris Columbus. He's a good. I, I would I would say Chris Columbus for either Fantastic Four he, or X Men. He, he did the first two Harry Potter movies, and they're magical. And you know what's funny about that? When they were talking about doing Fantastic Four after the Corman mess up. They'd always suggest Chris Columbus for that. Like, really? Well that would be really nice to have him come back all these years later. Because, again, if you watch Home Alone, if you watch any of his movies, the man has crazy attention to detail. He's another one of those every shot is a painting, every shot is filled with stuff. Yeah, and I, I think Fantastic Four or X-Men would be a lovely um, canvas for, for which to paint those flicks. So, yeah, I think, I think Chris Columbus for either one of them. Um, Nathan says, definitely want to see Marvel's street level continue somewhere. D'Onofrio needs to be in Spider-Man 2 and yes, give DD a cameo. I would pay three times the ticket price for that. I would kickstart that shit. If, like, he's Marvel's too like, good. If Marvel Cinematic was like, uh, you know, yeah, I know we could literally afford it and we could do it any time, but we need proof that people would go see that. We need $10,000. Yeah. I, would, I would significantly <laughs> contribute to that. Um, D'Onofrio is just too goddamn good as the kingpin. And, like, he... And the the template for your Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is Ultimate Spider-Man, and the biggest, baddest, truest villain of Spider-Man in the in the Ultimate Universe was the Kingpin. It yeah, really lends itself to it. You could really ground the shit out of those movies. That's actually your way of pulling Peter's head out of the clouds and yes. out of the Avengers and back into his uh, into where he belongs. By and having, raising like, the personal stakes to be like, look, you thought the worst monster was in space. No, he's here on Earth with you. Yeah, well, we were in space. This dude got power and now he's like killing people for money and he's like pretending he's, he, he actually like opened a wing in my school. Yeah. You know, like this is the kind of villain I really need to be fighting, Tony. What are you doing about it? I mean, like that's your villain. Just that's to, how you make him more street level too. being like, Tony, you're so busy fighting things from the stars. You're not worrying about the little guy on the street. Yeah. At the end of the day, you didn't need me. They need me. That's yeah. your freaking villain. Um, that's your hook. That's your sequel. hook. That's your hook. That's homecoming too. Cause like, honestly, the, that is who Spider-Man is. And Kingpin is, and always has been a Spider-Man villain. Um, I would also love to see Daredevil and Spider-Man interact, especially because Daredevil would have no patience for Spider-Man and be like, no, um, Andy L asks, will the Fantastic Four make app at end? Oh, and make an appearance at the end of Avengers four with a post credit scene. If in anything, a perfect world, if anything, I think in Avengers four, you will see a reference to the bigger world of either X-Men or Fantastic four or both. The way you'll see that I think is not through an actor, not through a character. It'll be through 
an object that exists yeah. from those universes. Either you'll see, um, I don't know. I the ultimate nullifier. You'll see the ultimate nullifier. You'll see Galactus, probably. Like, I think they'll end Avengers 4 with either an appearance from the Silver Surfer or Galactus or both by show, by doing the, 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 the Thanos thing. They're CG. We'll put the actor's face in it later. It doesn't matter. There you go. Or you'll have that scene like in um, Civil War when they have like the helicarriers and you got like, oh, Stephen Strange and Tony Stark and stuff like that. And you're like, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah. whoa. Did, did he just say, well, just say Stephen Strange. Like, and the list some the, names. Like, Norrin Rad says. I, or at the very least, like you'll have like, uh, you know, like some kind of spy satellite, like, like scanning significant locations. And one of them in the wide shot will be like zeroing in on a school in Westchester County, New York. Like yeah. it'll be that. Or so you'll good. finally reveal that the Richards bought the Avengers Tower. There you go. It's like, hey, Tony, who bought your tower? Ah, oh, some scientist guy, Richard something. <laughs> Richard something, exactly. I don't know. Sounds like a dick. But something where you don't see who they are so that they can cast them down the line. Because you can Absolutely. you can tease at a larger universe without being like, oh, fuck, I need to have like a, a an X-Men showrunner, like yeah. executive ready to go now. That being said, if Feige was not courting people now, being mm -hmm. like, hey... James Gunn is my is my Guardians guy. You're going to be my X-Men guy. If he's my not doing that, one X-Men guy. Yeah, I think there is going to be an X-Men guy and I think that oh, yeah. I think there's no question that Feige's definitely interviewing people for Cuz it's a world unto itself, so you need a guy for it. Right, and that way we can coordinate. Like, okay, we're making this next movie. Uh, you know, do we want to do cuz I think I I honestly in my heart of hearts, I really do believe that the biggest next thing will be Avengers versus X-Men. Oh, yeah. Even though I hate that idea, I didn't like the book, and I Neither think did it's... Neither did I. I think it's just creatively bankrupt. I think, like... It is. You know, they made but, Civil War work in the movies, but, like, don't make them fight. Or if you do, find a good reason for it. Yeah, but I really find, do think that... Find Avengers a philosophical reason for them to fight. Well, and Avengers vs. X-Men could be how you bring the conflict that I mentioned very early in the episode about Magneto and philosophy. He's puppeteering and, this. Yeah, like Magneto is sowing the seeds of dissension and prejudice and bigotry because like, he knows he wants to start he, this war. He's fighting like a real deal terrorist would where it's like, look, no matter what happens, X-Men, you can save them, but every time there's an attack, every time I do something, they're gonna blame you and they're gonna attack you you, you must decide who you stand with, your own kind or their kind. Right. I mean, like, that in and of itself is a cool concept, and that's how you can get away with having a terrible book like Avengers vs. Yes. X-Men become the net, the linchpin of your, like, trillion-dollar franchise. <laughs> have it be a pretty good movie. And, hey, you could do stuff, too, where it's like, you know, certain mutants have different ideological divides, and they're like, yeah. well, I guess I'm going to go join uh, Magneto's team, see me in the Brotherhood movie that's being made, and then some people are like, ah, I'm sick of all of you. I'm going to join the new Avengers, see me in that movie. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, it all, it'll also all depend on who they cast for Wolverine because he's going to be in everything. Oh, yes, um, he is. But yeah, I think that the next phase of that what's next for the MCU is that there's no shortage of ideas. And yeah. while I think it will take a while for the Fox properties to get moving, this Once means they that, do. this means they need to hit the ground running when it comes to like new, exciting, bold, and different. Yes. I think that phase four will be team up movies. I think that's just straight up the plan now. I think that Which is good. There's no like there should be no such thing as a solo superhero movie anymore. Like, I don't think there will be. Someone will be in it, and which, like, 
I like because I want to see a greater Marvel Universe. No one in the Marvel Universe is set alone. And in fact, there's a great way to do what I suggested with Netflix with a gateway character that Feige himself has mm. mentioned. Let's talk about Moon Knight. Let's. Feige said in an interview that he would love to play with Moon Knight. I Please do, sir. We're not going to stop you. Moon Knight was everyone's expect, expected next Marvel Netflix show. Yes. Everyone. Him or Ghost Rider. I am, yeah, or Ghost Rider, which, you know, they did a pretty decent job of teasing in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They, they um, really did, and I like they used the newer, younger version. Can he show up in one of these, please? Can Tony be like, uh, hey, I'm recruiting this guy with the car to help us fight Thanos? And to uh, quell any people being like, He's a, TV, he's a TV actor. No, no. The kid who played Robbie Reyes is playing the Terminator in oh, the James Cameron, shit. Tim Miller Terminator movie. Oh, shit. Good for uh, Gabriel Luna. That's his name. Yeah. Gabriel Luna is going to be a Terminator in a Terminator movie, which like will be the only Terminator movie I want to see in the last 10 years or more. Same. Same. Uh, so I'm in and hey, he'll be a movie actor now. And so you can put him in your movies. Um, yes, you can. Charlie Cox is in Stardust and stuff. He's a good actor. Yes, he, he was. And stuff. Like, I'm telling you, these people that they chose, they were very smart about who they picked and what they and and who they hinge their franchises on. Coulter's and, been in movies. Coulter yeah. was in a really big movie last year. Yeah, he's 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 phenomenal. There's no question that in a perfect world, Avengers five would be new Avengers. Yeah. With Luke Cage and Spider Man and 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 just a nice motley crew of everybody who made it. Yeah. Hell, you could even have them working out of the Sanctum. Since they're not uh, doing anything with it, make the base of Operations the Sanctum. And it didn't get destroyed. That's good. They'll have to fix the roof, but yeah, beyond that. Right. Uh, Lars Mothander also says, when do we get the Illuminati and Namor? The Illuminati is going to come right out of Avengers 4. Mm, you think? I think absolutely. Once they get the possession of the gems, they'll either destroy them or disperse them. And I think the only way you're going to see that is through the Illuminati. And that's such a Tony thing to do. We could destroy them. Or we could keep them. Yeah. And Why don't we keep them? I think definitely, like, I think you're going to see, like, Cap and Iron... I think, actually, the trilogy, like, the trinity of, of Avengers, I think mm. Thor, Iron Man, Cap, Doctor Strange will have will have gems. Yoink. Just pocket in one. <laughs> no, I think they'll meet clandestinely. Like, the Black Panther and everybody, they'll all have one. And, you know, if you really want to blow the doors off of your, like, holy shit moment in the post credit scene of Avengers 4... You cast your Professor X early. Mm. And I've always suggested, like, hey, get Jude Law. He's, oh, he's good. He's old enough, but he's young enough so that he'll, he can keep being Professor X for a while. He fits with everyone. But he can still be, like, sexy and fun and also older than whatever younger actors you'll have play the X-Men. How does he look with his head shaved, though? Do we know that? I don't know. Well, whatever. It's fine. We'll get used to it. But, uh, but you have... Uh, the the Illuminati scene in the post credit scene. Screw Galactus just turning his head slightly and having the Silver Surfer like mm. zip by in the space. Although that's what I expect. I that's think what you're going to get is like I think if you want to blow the doors off, you have Jude Laws or, or whoever, and it doesn't have to be Jude Law. It's just like whoever you want is Professor X. But whoever they got right ahead of the time, he rolls in during the Illuminati meeting where they're like, "What about the sixth mm. gen? What about the mind gem?" And he's like, "Oh, I know who. Like I can answer that." And you're like, ah! "That would make Damn. Bob crap himself." Of course, he could even say something like, to me, my Illuminati. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I th and uh, as for Namor, he's locked in with, I think... Universal still. I think he still has... Un I think Universal is still the thing. I know that, like, I was reading an interview with Kevin Smith, I think, and other people involved in Marvel. Uh, Joe Quesada was talking about how mm. he thought 
that they had it, but he didn't say for certain that he he was clearly playing it close because he didn't know what to say because he didn't right. really know out loud if they got Namor back. Mm. If Universal does have Namor, just put him down to the same deal the Hulk is. He'll only show up in team movies. Which is fine. Um, yeah, that's also okay. Because I don't want to see a Namor movie. I think he works more interestingly when he's playing off the Fantastic Four, when he's invading Wakanda, and when he's on the Illuminati. Absolutely. Um, but I think you could do Namor well, and I think that if Universal has him, they could then then it's probably the same terms they have with the Hulk, which means they could do what Joel said. So yeah, yeah, I think and and I think Namor is a when as opposed to an if. So yeah, I think you're gonna yeah. see Namor one day, but not within Phase Four and probably not in Phase Five because of the Fox acquisition. I think that mm-hmm. I think Phase Five will be all Fox, and I think Phase Four will be catch up slash remind like it'll be the breath. Like the big yeah. breath before they take another big plunge. Um, right. Where it's just going to be like fun sequels and team up movies. It's going to be Black Panther and like Spider Man and Doctor Strange and maybe another Guardians movie and a couple of things. Like, <laughs> Spider Man's Wakandan vacation. Oh my God. I mean, they did say they wanted to make uh, Spider Man go more, go more, more globe hopping. I heard that he's going to Europe there more oh. in, uh, in Spider Man 2, so who knows? Uh, I, I just can't get that out of my head. Hey, Aunt May, they opened up Wakanda for the first time. You want to go do the tourist thing? <laughs> Tony says, sure, we anywhere Peter. we want. She's yeah, like, really? No. She's he's like, giving us, to Hawaii. He's giving us the Avengers credit card. We can go wherever we want. That'd be nice. Oh, and then they go at, like, the same time, like, uh, who's that guy? Uh, Reverend What's-His-Face, the demon guy, shows up, and him and Black Panther have to team up to fight him. <laughs> Uh, no, Botello says, what if there's a post credit scene where Wakanda is mourning Pietro and then a man stands behind her and she turns around and says father and then it cuts to black before the show oh, stays. That's mean, yeah. pretty good, too. Did I say Wakanda or Wanda? Because I meant to say Wanda. But... Wanda. Wanda goes to Wakanda. Wanda that's a fun Wakanda. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think that'd be cool um, to establish Magneto as their as their father. I mean, there's... There's no end to what they could do, and did, I, did, did we say we created them using uh, gem energy? We meant they were always mutants. Did they? I mean, like we, I saw that scene recently. Strucker looks at the looks at the wand, and then he looks at the miracles, and yeah. that's really it. Yeah, like you could just say, and plus nobody cares. No, they really don't. Like, no one's gonna be like, excuse me, but in I Joss believe. Whedon's brilliantly directed scene with Baron Strucker. Uh, hmm. Who was a character that they that they murdered practically off freaking screen, which is amazing to me. Like what the crap? Now that said, I remember when they announced that Baron Strucker and Ultron were the villains of Ultron, and I was like, oh, why? Way to waste time with Baron Strucker. So like <laughs> having killed him, I was like, right on, fine, good. Strucker was given more time, more development, and more death or more depth in flashbacks during Agent of Shield this season. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Speaking of which, um, do you think S.H.I.E.L.D. will ever get anything in the movies? I'm thinking no. I don't even know, man. I'm so happy that Coulson's going to at least be in a flashback for Captain Marvel is what they're talking about. I'm like, can can he just come back and the Avengers know he's alive, please, before he maybe dies at the end of this season? Because that's what they seem to be talking about this season. Yes, I know. I know. I'm digging the show. I like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Me too. It only got better. I don't want to see the team in a movie. 
ironically. Mm. Like, I, as much as I want to see, like, Daredevil and everybody come back, I'm like, the team, like, no, you guys do what you want to do. You, you I want to see May in a movie. Yeah. That May said, can come with Coulson. She can be his heavy. May should be the, the other character in the Black Widow movie. <laughs> Hey, there you go. Exactly. See, see, see. But uh, what is it? Natasha phones up May and they have a conversation. Yeah. Um, the fact that they didn't show up in Age of Ultron in the S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. helicarriers to rescue mm-hmm. people from Sokovia is like, well, then they're never going to put them in a movie. But was that Whedon's issue or was that the other studio's issue? Because it seemed like Whedon was the turd in the punch bowl on that one being like, I killed Coulson off in my movie. He's dead as far as I'm concerned. You developed the show, Whedon. <laughs> I know. It's your idea to bring him back. Him and his brother. Yeah. But he's like, still pissed and moaned, though. I, I, This franchise cannot stomach or survive weary creators, people who are or like... Or prima donna creators. Yeah, and I'm glad to see that, like, look, Whedon did a, like, let's acknowledge the fact Avengers is fun and great and it works. Mm-hmm. I'm happy it's here. Um, but, like... I'm glad he left slash was asked to leave when he was because Age of Ultron is, it eh. of, it's fine, but it should it have is. been awesome. It should have been better than fine. Civil War was a better Avengers movie than Age of Ultron. It, it should have been Civil War and it wasn't. Yeah. Well, they didn't, They it works. I'm glad Civil War was after. I'm glad we had another adventure, the Avengers actually together. And, and yet you need Age of Ultron for Civil War to work is the funny thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, that any other, like, expectations for the next phase of MCU? Uh, I mean, I think we basically covered it all. I don't know what else to say and what to think. I mean, outside of them, you know, doing another Guardians Gambit, where it's like, let's just take an obscure-ass team and just build them up. Like, I, uh... Uh, th- there's talk of a time jump because they already cast uh, what is it an older version of Ant-Man's daughter yeah what what if they did the young Avengers like kids already love these movies but imagine if it's like hey we've done all these stuffy adults what if we did a team made of kids though I would be so on board for like a big hero six feeling live action of the young Avengers movie yes You'd see these, like, obnoxious New Yorker articles where they're like, look at them trying to get the children now. But, like, Young Avengers is a cool team, and if you did something not like the Children's Crusade, but something like their first arc, like, you'd get a really cool story out of, like, the Young Avengers. And having it not be scaled down, but more like... It's this is this is one for the kids and for everybody, but like it's yes. it's gonna be a little le- like if you well they did. I mean that's ways. basically I mean that's also basically what Homecoming was. Homecoming was super aimed at kids and that did great. Yeah, and it felt fun and it or it worked for everybody. Young Avengers would be a great smart move, or at the very Plus least a nice have, gamble, a good try. It is. Plus, you get to have cool characters exist in your universe like Isaiah Bradley and Kate Bishop. Yes. I definitely want to see Kate Bishop in it. Like, I mean, I feel like she'll get a Hawkeye movie before Clint does. I know, right? Probably. And then you get to up your LGBT quotient, too, because you can have Hulkling and Wiccan in there, too. I mean, you you will have established the Skrulls in, uh, in, in Captain Marvel. Exactly. I mean, the sky's the limit. You could do anything, and the fact is they've proven you can except for in humans. Yes, but but only here's the thing. I think Inhumans might have worked if they didn't give it to Scott Buck, who oh, already yeah. fucked up on Iron Fist. I think if you gave that to a competent creator, we might still be talking about See, it. I think it's more. I, I don't think. I don't even think it has to do with the competency, although it was so terrible. Um, I think it had to do with with the intent behind it. Like, if you mm. want to make 
a, like if you want to make bank, you make X Men movies. If you want to make a good X Men movie, you have to take your time and work hard and give it to somebody who mm-hmm. actually cares. Um, that's why like X Men one and two are so great, and X Men three yes. is so bad, and yes, then it is. why it's not why Singer couldn't make them work as well again. Days of Future Past works, but he had a good break. But Apocalypse is really bad because like yes, it is. He's chasing a brass ring. He's trying to make some money as opposed to just being like we're doing this he, he's mad that they liked the other ones without him yeah like x-men 2 is x-men 1 is made by somebody who's like i want to tell this story about these guys and maybe it'll make a lot of money but i really want to tell the story of these people and like as long as there's a good like if if, if like whoever i don't know Guillermo del toro called up yeah. uh what's his name feige and said like i got a great inhumans pitch right if this was five years ago They'd make there would be a fucking ball or in humans movie. I'm sure, and I'm sure Triton would be a huge character in it because he loves Fishman. This is true, but like, <laughs> look, I want to turn Triton into a sex symbol. I have a great pitch for him in the Inhumans. Yeah, I think I you're going you to do. love it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I think that, and that's really what it is. It's just that on high order said making humans a thing. Yeah, and. No one wants to make that movie. Like no one wants to make a movie that they're told to make. People no. want to make a movie that they are that they want to make. Just and like no one wants to draw a picture someone's told to make. They want to exactly. draw a picture that they want to make. Like that's how art works, and that's why you it's get true. better art from that. Um, so I think it's, that- it's also like we've seen Inhumans can work on television. It's called Agents of Shield. They've been making the Inhumans work for a while on that show. Ironically, when you spin them out on their own, yeah. Um, Nathan says, time jump, or does Cassie get whammied by the time stone? Um, oh, shit, I, I didn't don't know. consider I'm thinking that. time jump, but yeah. Uh, also, Je- Jeffrey Donovan, burn notice for Moon Knight. He has he has, has range for Lockley and Grant and etc. Yeah, okay, he'd be fine. Yeah, 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 you would definitely need, like, a character actor's character actor to be Moon Knight, because you're not just playing one part, you're playing multiple parts. That's true. And Andy L says Reynolds says maybe there won't be a Deadpool three. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. No, here's I'm sure they're hard at work right now, being like, okay, how do we make Deadpool work? How do we make him connect? Yes, you do it by just putting him in. Exactly, and he he knows he's aware of all the studio shit that's happened, and he says, oh, I landed here now, huh? This is fun. Yeah, he doesn't even need to say that. He just needs to be there, and then like in a fight, be like, you know, Colossus, quick. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, uh. Uh, Iron Man, like, uh, well, I don't know why I said that. Anyway, you know, like, <laughs> this, this never would have happened in the Fox movies. Boom, that's it. You just have a line like that. Um, in fact, I'm actually going to refine my my change. I think that Deadpool's not going to get an Infinity Stone or anything, but I think that if you were going to do an acknowledgement of the Fox thing, Deadpool is your guy to show yes. up in a post credit scene. Yes, absolutely. And because he's got the costume, you've got the actor locked in. He's got the name recognition, the the cachet from the movie being so successful, and the audience. That oh, yeah. is how you go. Like you have to stay till the end of Avengers Four. I know you will, but here's yes. why you need to make sure to go to the bathroom during the movie and not before the credits. Like mm-hmm. you need to see this is for Deadpool to show up at the end. Deadpool literally opens a door somewhere in the Magic Kingdom and shows up in the Avengers universe. Right? I mean, yeah. You just, you could literally end Avengers 4 with a Ferris Bueller-esque. He just walks out and he's like, hi, yeah, we're all here now. Yes. You waited and it worked and I'm here now. Your patience was rewarded. Sorry if you died before these movies came out. 
all the toys are back in the box. Oh, that'd be great. Deadpool playing with his action figures, and he has a little Deadpool, and he has a little Captain America. Hey, Wade, do you want to join the Avengers? I sure do, Kurt. You, you just do a friggin' St. Elsewhere's joke where it's like, it's the it's the Thanos fight, but it's Deadpool playing with them. Yes. And then he's just like, hi, or, you know, like, what? And then you end it there. Yeah, um, what? Arthur Bernier says, no question, been following since you had a thousand followers. You're awesome. No, I you're think. awesome, Arthur. Thank you so much. And I'm afraid we're out of time, ladies and gentlemen. That is the show. We want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. If you're listening to this show, uh, give us a give us a nice rating on iTunes. If you are watching this show, give us a like, subscribe to the channel, both of them, and of course, let us know in the comments down below who you're most excited to see that you haven't seen on screen yet that you will see or you want to see in the MCU in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see you guys then. Of course, stay tuned if you are watching this channel live for back issues in about an hour or so. Yeah. Thanks a lot for watching, everybody. We'll see you guys then. I am Sal. I'm Joel. So long. Bye-bye.